This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey folks, this is Brian O'Halloran. and you may know me from such films as Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, and a whole bunch of View Askew films. And you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a, next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. It's time. Talk time. Let's go. Anime, comics, movies, and games, the come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games, the come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games, the come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games, the come on and let's get it. Talk time. Live. Started in the 80s with Matt Cross. Dudes in the hood might have called that soft, but I carried that cross like Jesus did. Fast forward, I teach the kids to learn how to let go, live life, and show love to all things that don't matter. Where y'all from? And luckily, there's a show called Talk Time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Dax kicks the facts on all the geek news. Special guests and unbiased reviews. Suburban kids, the hipster street dudes. All can learn something new. Me too. I heard worse when no faith is empty. I stayed the course, though my haters tempt me. Beep the podcast, that'll make them envy. It ain't too trendy. It's ACMG. Anime, comics, movies, and games. The come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. The come on. And let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games. The come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games. The come on and let's get it. Talk time. gentlemen welcome back to the journal of my life that covers all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live the prime show i am your host xavier josiah happy new year folks and i hope you had a great holiday and a great and safe new year celebration we are here to cover the best of 2022 as voted by members of the acmg facebook group and i'll give my thoughts on what i think about the results of that as well and what i've picked some of it I may have picked with them and some I may have gone a different direction. We'll see. But we're, we do this every year. We're going to uh, cover everything that has happened. And I'm also going to talk about the best moments of 2022 that has happened for myself on behalf of Talk Time Live. Uh, 2022 is nothing short of awesome in a lot of ways. I mean, it wasn't perfect. I mean, we all go through our, you know, normal life type situations our trials and tribulations or whatnot but with that said um as i tell my therapist we got there were way more ups than downs for me in 2022 um you can't never overlook the downs you can never wash over the downs with what has happened you still have to focus on the downs even if it's like one or two things but with that said all of the ups of 2022 for me were really great. I mean, the things that I got to experience, the people that I got to interview and everything that has happened 
in terms of our favorite fandoms it was really well done it was really great um i was entertained throughout the entire year as a fan and i hope you guys were too and we're going to talk about what you were entertained by at least our acmg facebook group our valued acmg facebook group members who took the time to vote on their best or what they believe is best now here's the thing i think sometimes when people vote you see the word best but i also think when people vote they vote in terms of favorite and you may like something but at the end of the day was it the best was it the absolute best was it really better than some of the shows that have been out you know before that's what i want to know so i you know these votes are subjective everybody has their opinion on what they thought is the best and it's all for fun and you just gotta always remember was it really the best was it the best in your world or was it just absolutely the best was it the best writing uh production presentation stuff like that you know we're covering this year we're just covering four categories because i feel like it, you know over the years especially with um you know comic book adaption movies and in tv shows have still increased other forms of content has not and i normally would put in you know what is the best comic book but honestly i i, and I hate to say this but i don't know how many people are actually reading comics as much as they should and i definitely should say should and it's a it's i almost feel like it's a crime because i, I feel like we're a community we're a society now that just rely on the movies and the tv shows to entertain us as much as if not more than the actual comics and i think there needs to be a resurgence of comic book reading in 2023 and beyond to preserve the because if we're not reading them they're not creating any of the movies and tv shows that we have so i hope that that happens but uh that's a category i had to take out this year um or for last year as well uh, you know because maybe it'll come back up but in its place will be comic book adapted movies and tv shows live action movies and tv shows and animation and stuff like that so um way less categories than it was last year but nonetheless very important categories that we're going to cover so um the cup co the coverage of these will consist of the best anime series uh tv series or movie best comic book uh tv adapted series or um let me see what i got here because facebook is always you know rearranging their whole entire user interface and it's just always such a cluster so i got acmg best of 2000 comic book tv adaption live action and animated tv series or special uh so that is you know the tv series like the boys peacemaker you know moon knight miss marvel to even just the special that uh you know even even the specials like you know guardians of the galaxy holiday special or werewolf by night you know even one time you know deals are in this as well because even though it was one episode that one episode can blow people's mind enough to take over the whole thing so we have that we also have best game of the year and uh what do we have as well best movie as well so again you'd be surprised like i know there's a bunch of these best of votes and all this stuff but acmg always kind of goes against the grain not in the i don't think in a contrarian way i just think that you know 
they just have a difference of opinion of things and they go the different way and i i really appreciate that i enjoy that because some of the things that are in the, the you know that in a zeitgeist uh, if you will is not i don't i don't think everybody really thinks that that's the best that is it is and, and the acmg facebook group kind of really shows that i'll give a great great example in a minute when we talk about the best game because <laughs> uh, you know you got some people who kind of swore down that you know things were going to be what it was and it ends up not being what it was and what they think and i kind of i kind of warned them i'm like you'd be surprised it's not like everybody's gonna you're not gonna go the way of the zeitgeist of what is cooler and what is what they think is hot and then on top of that it, it's it's a matter of which game console you have in that case so we're going to talk about all that and and again we're going to um cover just basically what was all great about 2022 here so let's let's get it started man uh we're gonna start with best anime so i got 16 categories down here that i put uh in here of shows and series and movies that have come out here um we're just gonna start off the bet of the winner of best anime and i'm really happy about this because i felt like this movie deserved it in a sense that we finally got what we want out of this series and out of this um out of this franchise for years and the big the payoff was great and the winner of the best of 2022 for acmg in terms of anime was none other than dragon ball super superhero uh this this movie i think is among all the new dragon ball super movies that has come out this may be my absolute favorite for just one freaking reason and i don't want to be biased on this um because i know the guy behind the voice of the main character of this movie but we've been wanting to see gohan go beast forever we i mean it's been since not since 1984 because that's when goku was a kid but when dragon ball z came out and they started playing around with the storyline about Gohan being the most powerful of them all and being the strongest of them all. And they, we never got a follow-up to that. We never got this follow-up to this for years. And we finally got it in this movie. This movie finally, which I believe is canon to the entire Super Saga, um, we finally got Gohan in not 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 like his natural ability he is now able to go beast mode hair change color everything and not only it was just such a great deal and and, and to come full circle that one of his major moves now is the special being cannon which was also because piccolo really didn't think he was ever training and in fact he was training using that move so while he was still studying and becoming a scholar or whatnot he was still training to, you know unbeknownst to piccolo and everybody who claimed that he was getting soft or whatever like that this dude has been training non-stop since and we got to see all that so there was a lot of payoff and not only that but the movie was totally focused on piccolo and gohan at, at for the most part with 
we got to see a great fight scene from Goku and, and Vegeta, which was awesome. I'm like, all right, that's I, I like the way that they actually did this, because for those who want to see Goku and in, 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 uh, Vegeta in the movie or them two in action, you got to see that. And then they just moved on to the entire thing to, to focus on Gohan. I thought it was a great deal. Another little snippet about the movie is that they actually I like that they had some like representation in there. There was there was like people of color in there like um, Pan's teacher is black and they really kind of focused on her. So I thought that was really cool. And the fact that that uh, Gohan, I mean, that Piccolo is actually her guardian and there he's really acquainted with the teacher. So I thought that was really pretty awesome. But the movie really did. It, it, it did a lot and not only that it beat a actual live action movie a a movie that people probably thought that like didn't think that you know it would get beat by an anime you know especially when you star in idris alba dragon ball beat that movie for that week <laughs> on the first box office weekend it was huge that it, that speaks volumes um for how popular anime has become and you know kudos to everybody involved kudos to cal which by the way if you guys have not heard that interview that i had with cal abear um the voice of gohan the voice of ryu from street fighter 6 <laughs> he will be returning as the voice of that character as well go out of your way go to talktimelive.com it is up there is one of my favorite interviews of 2022 and uh we get to talk about we talked about dragon ball super superhero uh we scheduled to have that interview right after the movie release so i wanted to see the movie first and then we'll we were going to hop on and talk about the movie and other things as well so you know go out of your way check it out if you really enjoyed dragon ball super superhero you will enjoy that interview as well and uh get to know cal a little bit more you know he's a very awesome guy i always appreciate him he's been on the show multiple times uh, and each time he's just been fantastic and one of the best voices to hear on the show i mean he's in, he is mel blank level talent you know and if any of you know who mel blank is that dude is like the godfather of voice acting okay bugs bunny porky pig daffy duck all that you know that's who that guy is um a lot a lot what a lot of uh voice actors look up to in his case like he he was once the kind of the template of what everybody aspires to be in a sense but uh he's you know Kyle's an awesome dude and he deserved all the flowers for this him and gohan deserved all the flowers for the uh 2022 for there so um 44 of the vote went to dragon ball super superhero um we also had other i mean here's the thing when we look at the list any of the list of uh lists that are picked in the category even if we get a winner that's taken nothing away from any of the picked, um, you know, select, you know, content that we use to vote. So anything on this list, may, even though it doesn't win, that doesn't mean it wasn't it wasn't great. It's just it wasn't the best in the eyes of the people who voted. But say nothing. One Piece film red, which only got like five percent of the vote. Uh, was still an awesome movie. I, I really enjoyed. Uh, if you go back to my review of One Piece Film Red, I really loved it. The, the soundtrack alone was awesome. 
The soundtrack was phenomenal. And I even got the soundtrack myself because I was amazed. I was I was at all. I was kind of mesmerized by the soundtrack and how awesome that was. And I think they played a big role in that movie and how awesome and fantastic and action packed that movie was. So uh, that that got five percent of the vote. Cyberpunk Edge Runner, another great anime series, got sixteen percent. Um, Cyberpunk Edge Runner was the anime that convinced me to give <laughs> give Cyberpunk a good old try again, and I'm glad I did because that anime was awesome. And then the game, once it actually was finally, you know, once they put Humpty Dumpty back together again, it was an awesome experience. And I'm looking forward to playing the extended uh, version as well. So we also had rank, uh, ranking of the Kings. I never got to see that uh, attack on Titan uh, final season part two spy uh, spy X or spy cross family. Something I'm really I'm going to take my time. I'm, I'm really going to take my time to watch that because I've been seeing that a lot on online as the people's recommendation. I, I I'm, I'm getting read or die vibes uh off of this and i remember when uh i started watching read or die and before i did that i was actually um i was actually pretty much it was i felt like it got into the same kick as like people are talking about this series a lot talking about it a lot it looks interesting i want to check it out then when i finally watched read or die i was totally into it it was fantastic in fact i wish i can find the old series again because it was so good um it was it was absolutely uh phenomenal and i loved it so i i am going to check out spy cross family i think it might be very interesting indeed it has a little bit of significance that i might be uh intrigued by mob psycho uh 100 season three was also in a category my hero academia season six which is still airing right now bleach thousand year blood war which got 11 percent both uh my hero academia and uh bleach thousand year blood war got 11 percent of the vote so they're tied there um sasake and miyano never saw that bachi and rock uh demon slayer got five percent my dress darling Kyogi Sama Love is War Chainsaw Man Chainsaw Man surprisingly got nothing I don't think anybody got a chance to see it um nor did Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean uh which has been airing for quite some time I that's one of my personal favorites I love Stone Ocean so far it's just it's a chaotic and anything Jojo's Bizarre Adventures is awesome uh Jujutsu Kaisen Zero the movie got five percent um we got suzumi no tajimato or mari i should say detective conan the bride of halloween that time i got reincarnated as a slime the movie i didn't know that the movie was out at the time uh, i need to go check that out whenever possible and the first slam dunk movie was also in the categories as well so you know all great anime but you know it's this is dragon ball I, did you need a crystal ball to predict the obvious i, I would i would assume that one piece probably would have gotten the actual nod at best because it just came out and a lot of times when things just came out people kind of reflect on it but i think more people went out of their way to go see dragon ball because i think we knew upon watching trailers and whatnot that we were going to finally get the payoff of gohan 
you know, evolving and becoming a more powerful dude. And we got it and it did not disappoint. So, you know, kudos to the voters for that one. All right. Next up, we have the best of 2000 comic book TV adaption. That is live action or animated TV series or special. That is. So we had to pile all that in because it's not enough to spread out. There's not enough you know, live action series as opposed to animated TV series. So we just piled up on one, especially because when you got shows like Young Justice and Young Justice is not a Saturday morning cartoon. They formatted and, you know, produced that show to be a more sophisticated, you know, adult oriented style premise and, 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 uh, and narrative to it so there's the stories that they have are like really deep really really deep like no more than like especially the episode where they uh talked about rocket's child having autism and what she was going through like that's something yeah you can have your child watch that but you gotta you gotta take your time to sit down with your child to explain what's going on that show is not meant to be watched by kids and to be enjoyed by kids. It's actually meant to be um, to be watched by adults who understand that situation. It is supposed to really help connect, you know, adults who are fans of this, but they're also adults and they go through, you know, grown folk type of situations. And I felt they did a great job with that. So I'm gonna give them a nod to that one. And then you got other shows like Harley Quinn, which is absolutely not for kids. Yeah, it looks cartoony. It is not for kids. It is totally rated R. So when you have shows like that, you got to pile it in because it, even though the, the genre and style of the show is different from live action, the continuity and nature of it is still the same. So to that respect. So here we have a whole bunch of category, uh, a whole bunch of selections here. Great. Again, as I said, every show, that has been selected to be nominated for a vote for best of it speaks volumes because there are hundreds of shows and there are hundreds and dozens of shows out there in, in, in all these genres that could have been picked and we picked the very best of the few. So it is not to say that even though one gets picked to be the best out of others, it doesn't take it takes nothing away from any of the others uh, nominated selections here. So among all the selections, including The Boys, Peacemaker, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hawk, Attorney at Law, Titans, Young Justice, Phantoms, Part 2, Baymax, Harley Quinn, The Sandman, Werewolf by Night, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which were every one of those. This just the, the long list that I just mentioned was just a testament of how awesome 2022 was that we got to enjoy all of these great, great shows, every one of them. Every freaking one of them were awesome in their own way, but there was only one best among them all. The ACMG uh, community has spoken and the winner for best of 2022 comic book, a uh, TV adaption, live action or animated special. See, TV series is special goes to none other than Peacemaker. Um, I am totally for this vote. It got 35% of the vote. There was a lot of spread of voting going on with the ACMG group on this one, but I have to agree. Peacemaker, I, you know, this is why I am very confident about what's coming for DC studios because of what James Gunn has done to the series, because of what they've done to the second suicide squad movie. 
um regardless of all of the heartbreaking news of departures from that company and, and, and uh studios i have to believe that james gunn has everything on his right mind and there is a lot of talk and rumors or whatnot that you know the idea for which james gunn is going to be doing maybe patterning uh patterning itself from references of justice league unlimited and if that's the case dude i'm all for it i justice league unlimited is one of my all-time favorite comic book shows you know if not for those animated dc movies and tv series i probably would not be a dc fan i'm primarily a marvel fan but i am not afraid to admit when something is better than a marvel film and or, or tv series and this year peacemaker got it peacemaker deserves it john cena deserves it john cena i may not have been a fan of his you know his latter you know uh run in wwe when they start making him more of the superhero instead of the thugonomic rap star which people blew up and loved as that and i think it, here's the thing about john cena i think overall people love john cena because they loved him when he was doing a thugonomics thing that now max caster is doing and superseding i might add um shout out to the acclaim on uh all elite wrestling over there max caster i think he is he is totally superseded what john cena has did with that type of gimmick but which to me for for max caster that ain't a gimmick i think that dude really he's a lyricist he that dude is awesome but i digress when wwe force force fed us john cena it wasn't because it, we didn't it wasn't about i don't think we can sit back and look back at this now it wasn't about john cena it was about the wwe forcing us to like john cena the way they wanted us to like it and i think john cena just got the bad brunt of that i think john cena kind of knew that but he was just taking it in a stride as 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 much as possible i don't understand how he doesn't have therapy at this point with all the stuff but he he took it in stride he ran with it he took it in stride and he's this is why he's where he is now because he was able to handle all the brunt of the fans lashing out on him for what wwe has done because if he was the same thugonomics john cena people would have he would have been like steve austin level loved at this point um but it took him to leave wwe after all those years to go into hollywood to reinvent himself to reestablish himself for people to really like him and whether it be you know um train wrecked or some or fast and the furious or some of the other movies that he's been in and recently the suicide squad movie i i think he would it wouldn't help but james gunn has a way of making pro wrestlers <laughs> mainstream stars in his eyes i mean it's an art form at this point batista john cena i mean who else is he going to be able to do i mean he can really make a but it, it, it's not just james gunner i mean take note batista and john cena are some very charismatic guys that can read a line really well and pull off a character really well i think more surprised people are more surprised at um batista than john cena because john cena has always been charismatic inarticulate to that sense but dave batista really surprised a lot of people in that sense but you know much like james gunn did with drax peacemaker became a household name 
you know, to in a, another obscure character in the comic book universe that people wouldn't take seriously. But, uh, you know, in the hands of James Gunn and in the um, portrayal of John Cena, they made this guy, this character, a household name. And this character is bigger than ever. <laughs> it ever it deserved to be and this series was just fantastic the series was awesome uh i'm looking forward to seeing it you know season two which i believe there's no way i don't think uh i'd be very surprised if they take away peacemaker because of how successful it was and it went viral everywhere especially with the intro of the dance you know before wednesday's dance it was john cena in that dance that really kicked it off this year so it was uh, that show was pretty awesome and it deserved to be to get the nod but it wasn't like a dominant nod because right behind it was the boys and you know what can you say about the boys if you haven't watched it already dude that show is just so awesome um homelander is just as crazy as ever and it, you know they added on um newer characters this year to you know turn up the volume of the whole entire show and it's just gotten so chaotic in there but it didn't disappoint it never disappoints but it um it just i think because of the nuance of peacemaker and the surprise that everybody got of how really great this is especially considering this is a dc show and dc's real success are from the shows like titans uh all of the arrowverse shows that greg berlanti has done were always um fantastic uh, and then you got James Gunn here, which probably created one of the greatest DC films at the time before it became DC Studios or rebranded as DC Studios. Um, he created probably the greatest DC film they've ever had. And then on top of that, continued it with a TV series that was surprisingly awesome. And it's a nobody surprise because it's James Gunn that it should be it, it shouldn't be awesome. But. It was really, really well done, and they made managed to make it happen. Where he created a whole bunch of new characters that people are big fans of now, Vigilante, and you know, a whole bunch of other really crazy, chaotic people in the show. So, it I'd say this deserved, but the boys, if not for the Peacemaker, the boys were probably would have gotten it anyway. But we also had Moon Knight, which got six percent of the vote um, as well. Moon Knight was just Oscar Isaac was just tremendous here, and again another character that was not really given the light in the comic book universe in the comic book industry got a bigger spotlight thanks to the performance of oscar isaac who you know not for nothing he's been in the, the comic book game for quite a while remember he was apocalypse as well which i thought he was probably the better part of you know x-men apocalypse probably the most enjoyable thing because i thought it, he he portrayed the apocalypse character fairly well but moon knight is his deal Moon Knight, he he nailed it because Moon Knight is a character that is hard to figure out. It, it, the character is an enigma. And in the comics, it's like he's has these multiple personalities. You don't understand. Does he have powers? Does does he or is he imagining that he has powers? But I thought that they really did a great job explaining the essence of the character and whether he is really imagine this or not and then, you know now it's safe to say at least for the marvel cinematic universe 
that his powers is legit everything he's going through is legit he's just going through these multiple personalities and they they fleshed it out much better on the show so i really appreciated that um miss marvel got four percent of the vote and and you know a great nod to that show as well um just a really impressive show that showed representation at its best um it had a really great fantastic i damn i say their prodigy of a star in iman uh villani who again i cannot stress this enough that was her very first role and her i don't think people understand the significance of her doing this and knocking it out the park this is her her she had no other roles than this and then on top of that she was already a fan of miss marvel she dressed up as miss marvel for halloween because she was a fan of it and then to her to get that role and then for her to knock out that role that cannot be taken for granted that cannot be overlooked this actress has a future for her and then we're gonna see her again i, I just i really i love the show to death loved it absolutely um another show i absolutely will love and defend till the end is she hawk attorney at law which got six percent of the vote tied with titans she hawk it was meant not you know what what i love about it it was meant not to be liked by all because it was targeted to hit the people that will just intentionally hate the movie just for the sake of hating it it had a it had a purpose and i feel like it met it with precision and for though it really kind of exposed a lot of you know wannabe comic book fans too because a lot of the things that were happening in the series actually happens in a comic and people were trying to point out the absurdity of the series when in fact that's actually what's happening like the stuff that she's done she's done it before deadpool the fourth wall breaking and all that stuff she's done that before deadpool so it really shows i you know i used to read a few you know uh she hawk books i know exactly when she does when she's on her own she goes that that series goes crazy they do a lot of comedy in there but when she's with the avengers and all that stuff then you see her get into some serious stuff but she's under her own you know her own you know world when she goes into her own comic book and she breaks the fourth wall and she mentions things and all what we saw in that series was so accurate in a way especially the final episode because when she broke out of the menu for the disney plus uh, menu, uh user interface menu to go into another you know to the assembled studio it's just to get into the actual studio to talk to kevin which ends up being a robot not the real thing it was brilliantly done and it was exactly what you it was it was so comic book accurate you know it isn't funny so you know if all else i would have loved to vote it for them and i think they it the show deserves a special nod um but at the end of the day was it the best nah definitely wasn't the best titans they're still going on right now they, their first uh, half of the season came by they're doing the brother blood saga which i think they're doing extremely well giving it a more chaotic because i think the only time other people have seen Br brother blood was on the teen titans animated series and the teen titans go series so yeah it, on the teen titans series is a little bit serious but they greg berlanti turned great uh, greg berlanti productions has turned it up majorly 
and just reminded us why we kind of miss greg berlante in the arrowverse <laughs> because you know now he's got this show this is the only show i think he got left and he was he's able to take some liberties and give it a more darker feel because he's on it's on hbo max exclusively and he's able to do things that he's not able to do anywhere else on on like the cw or any other platform um so i really enjoy i am enjoying that at the moment so you know i'm glad people voted for that young justice phantoms as well i just talked about that earlier and how awesome that series has been uh, you know they've gotten into six percent so it's like a three-way tie of six percent between she-hawk titans and young justice here with the people uh baymax also got a one percent nod here harley quinn also got a nod um the sandman i you know what much like um i think much like moon knight this was another comic book series that i think a lot of people were confused as to what this was about this is connected to the dc universe too by the way in some form or fashion um but i thought netflix did a great job albeit stupid move to cancel i think they i think this is canceled i think sandman is canceled at this point and i think there was a I, don't quote me i, I could have sworn that was on a chopping block listen i could be wrong but the, the sandman series i thought was really well done um i enjoyed it for what it was worth uh, not the best thing i've seen this year but i think they were able to help make people who are casual fans like myself understand the lore of it and i thought the portrayals and the performances were really good in there too uh werewolf by night um is probably the big sleeper here because uh albeit it got one percent of the vote it was a sleeper um i do recall um seeing the werewolf by night comic books back in the day when you had corner stores that sold comic books and everything next to shang chi you know and iron man and all that stuff you know those were the the you know those are the people forget that iron man wasn't like the most popular comic book character in the world in the 80s and the 90s it wasn't until john favreau and robert downey jr brought life to this character but nobody really paid attention to iron man until that time before that iron man was not a favorite character it was all about spider-man or it was all about the x-men at the time and then somewhat captain america and the avengers and everybody else was just you know you know second tier characters i guess and iron man was in that in the mix of second tier characters but thanks to the marvel cinematic universe and him being the first to be displayed really made a big difference really really made a big difference in there so but werewolf by night was a really interesting surprise i didn't know what i was going to take out of it it was a halloween special and i thought it worked out greatly i don't know to what and is it going to tie into everything it is connected to the to the mcu um but i don't know when we'll ever see any of these characters connect to everything else it'll be i i look forward to it but nonetheless james gunn is counting down his last foray of of, of series on uh the mcu before he completely goes into the dc studios universe or the dc universe if you will and guardians of the galaxy got three percent of the vote holiday special probably one of my all-time favorite holiday specials at this point i thought it was tremendously done kevin bacon in addition to this and the fact that we're getting another special um so very surprising that we're getting another special and kevin's uh kevin bacon may be involved in that as well i am looking forward to that um it's just it's just freaking awesome so 
like I said, all these categories were fantastic. And, um, you know, but among the best people thought Peacemaker was the best. I can't blame him. And I agree with him on that one. So kudos to all that and then vote here. All right, let's get down to business here. ACMG best of 2022 best video game. This was to me another kind of overwhelming you know vote in slaughterhouse here and this is where i had this conversation before with you know one of the members of acmg um who is a big fan of elden ring and i thought you know a lot of elden ring was one of the most voted uh, or, or it, it it got a lot of it got a lot of awards at the game awards um but not more than the actual winner even including game of the year which i still don't understand if like it, it that's a interesting thing but it got game of the year at the game awards but it did not win more awards than the one that was voted here and one of our acmg members felt that elden rings was so good but his and i talked about this before but his reasoning for it didn't measure up or didn't make sense it was it was kind of a weak defense <laughs> as to why like i can name every one of these game categories that we have right now and uh tell you that out of 14 that were picked here 14 games that were selected and nominated to be you know voted as best of that's including god of war ragnarok elden ring horizon forbidden west stray bayonetta 3 crisis core final fantasy 7 uh reunion azure striker gun vault 3 sd gundam battle alliance pokemon legends arceus sonic frontiers neon white King of Fighters 15, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, Overwatch 2, Marvel Midnight Suns, Sifu, Gotham Knights, some, uh, somebody added to Evil Dead game, shout out to uh, Mel for doing that, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. The defense for Elden Rings for this person was that this game helps you develop your skills of hand-eye coordination. Let it be known that every game that I just mentioned also with the exception, all right, with the exception of, um, per se, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, because that's like a tactical strategy based RPG turn based type of deal. But every one of these games helps you with hand eye coordination. If anything, Marvel Midnight Suns helps you, uh, think strategically and methodically patiently if you will like a game of chess but every one of those games help you with hand-eye coordination i don't understand why he felt that elden rings more than any of these games that i mentioned helped you with hand-eye coordination we've been saying that since super mario brothers won that was not a good defense and i don't think that was a good defense enough because the people voted 42 percent of the vote of this category best of uh 2022 video games went to none other than god of war ragnarok so it gets denied elder rings goes second with 21 percent of the vote and here and um even though, like all of these games are awesome every one of these games are awesome but i think the deal is and why elden ring didn't win is because and here's the thing when i asked uh the person on the acmd facebook group because elder rings is a game that plays on all formats it plays on um steam i believe it plays on playstation 5 it plays on the xbox series x and s 
So that led me to believe that this person was an Xbox owner. And I asked him and he replied, yes, I, I have an Xbox, even though I have, you know, appreciation for all. So I followed up with that question to say, well, isn't it safe to say that you haven't played God of War Ragnarok to really give it a great compare, uh, contra, uh, compare and contrast of the two games? I believe that the people who voted, who owns a PS5, obviously, if they play uh, God of War Ragnarok, may have also possibly paid, played Elden Rings and felt that God of War Ragnarok is better because they have the option of having both games. So if they're saying that God of War Ragnarok was a better game and they have a PlayStation 5, they have capabilities of playing Elden Rings as well. And if they played Elden Rings and if they played God of War Ragnarok, then nine chances out of 10 is they gave their compare and contrast to both games and they felt that God of War provided so much more for them. That's why I got 42% of the vote. So I mean, strongly there. So taking nothing away from Elden Rings, but when you have such a, you know, no pun intended, a Titan <laughs> like God of War in the series that has been around for way, way longer than, than uh, Elden Ring, you know, it would, I think the same thing would happen if, you know, Breath of the Wild came out this year. I think uh, Elden Ring wouldn't have won it at all. Uh, you know, if you, if you go that, if you go that far, it would not have won in that case. So, um, God of War Ragnarok won with 42%, Elden Ring won with 21%, Horizon Forbidden West won with 7%, tied with Stray for 7% as well. Uh, 3% went to Pokemon Legend Arceus, which is funny that people forget that that game came out the same year as the other games. I think Blue Diamond and, you know, Diamond and Pearl also came out roughly around, uh, now I think they came out a little bit before. I think they came out in 2021 and then Arceus came out in the beginning of the year, but Arceus way better than, um, the other two that was said to be a disaster in this point uh marvel midnight suns although i felt it was just overall a great package um i felt it didn't presentational wise you know visual presentation it didn't provide as much not to say it was bad but like it just looked it just really looked like a remastered version they used the same style the same uh models and art style that they did for marvel ultimate alliance you know two the the remaster version it looked like they used the exact same thing it didn't look new gen at all but with that said the actual game itself the, the you know the overall game is phenomenal i highly recommend it for anybody especially comic book fans out there and just gives you a new vibe to how you enjoy your favorite comic book characters as well uh sifu plus the creative suite was lacking that was my other issue with that um it was really lacking in that department i wish they would have provided a little bit more customization but i you know upon playing the game i get why they had to limit the amount but again you're in a new gen system you could have done a lot more to provide a great creative suite experience for people and to be involved with the game but i see you can see the smoke and mirrors in the game and what why they had to do what they did and limit themselves so i get it but overall it was awesome and i uh, i'm i'm looking forward to the time when it's going to be on the nintendo switch because i will get the entire package from the nintendo switch because it's worth enjoying on a handheld as well uh give a special nod to sifu and gotham knights as well you know they didn't get any votes but i would definitely say if you want something fun to play 
uh, you know, beat them up, smash them up type of games. Definitely those are the games to do. Uh, 10%, 3% went to Evil Dead, the game. I never played the game, never had a desire to play the game. But, you know, there's Evil Dead fans out there. So, you know, go for it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge also gets a nod. It got 10% of the vote. So, you know, a lot of great games this year. There's never shortage of great games this year, but these are among the very best. But on the top, the pinnacle of it all is God of War Ragnarok and well-deserved as well. So final category is going to go to movies. And this was a very interesting one here because it all came down to what you really like because there were a lot of really top quality um movies here we got a new batman movie which no surprise it was really good actually you kind of get surprised because i mean like it, batman the batman history of movies weren't always you know great all the time but uh robert pattinson did his thing here we got you know black panther wakanda forever we got to one of the most emotional movies of the year and that we got one of the surprises of the year everything um everywhere at once which i still got to check out uh i really do got to check out nope which also uh came out as well triple r which i never even saw before thor love and thunder for those who just wanted a fun movie uh emancipation if you really want to get deep like that bullet train which i finally got to see and it was that's an awesome film as well black adam uh amsterdam the woman king sonic uh the Hedgehog 2, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Clerks 3, Weird, uh, the Al Yankovic story, One Piece film Red was added to this Dragon Ball Super Superhero, because even though they're anime, they're still movies. Uh, Lightyear was also added as well. So among all that, is it anybody surprised that Black Panther Wakanda Forever got the nod for best movie of 2022? Um, this was one and a lot of people I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute i'll just get to that in a minute but i'll just talk i'll focus on what kind of forever um we've been waiting for this movie to come out because we didn't know what to expect from it because obviously the passing of chadwick boseman turned everything around with this movie and they had to change the entire story around uh to reflect a new direction they were forced to to make that decision to go a new direction to try to do something and try to please all fans because they're you know when 2020 hit and chadwick passed away it was possibly you with everything that was going on in 2020 you couldn't hit a more lower point i think we hit the i think we hit rock bottom when we found out that our beloved black panther has died the one of the most up-and-coming actors has died the one that we had so much high hopes for and he he was just getting his groove he was just getting the spotlight that he was you know working hard his his ass off for and he left us way too way way too soon and for that moment it if you ever for those who watch combat sports like boxing or um, mixed martial arts or whatever, kickboxing, whatever. There's a common thing that when somebody gets knocked out, like legit knocked out, total KO, or even a TKO to that matter. But if you know, if you get knocked out in some form of fashion, and you get up from 
you know, the fight after the fight and they do the post interviews and all the stuff and they talk to the person who got knocked out. Usually that person that gets knocked out doesn't have their wits with them. So they're thinking and saying all types of things and thinking all types of ways. A lot of them think like, keep saying like, I'm a retire, I'm a retire, you know, at this point, but then come to find out when they finally get rest and they get their wits in, they re, you know, recollect on things and they're like, I'm not going to retire. I'm going to keep going. You know, they start to rethink things. I think in that analogy, the same thing happened here with Black Panther Wakanda Forever for some people is that when we when when his passing, when the news of his passing first came around, people were like, they can't replace him. They can't replace him. This this dude has done so much on top of that. What he did outside of the um, theaters and what he did charitable wise you you got to honor him in some way you can there cannot be another t'challa and it was unanimously unanimously voted at the time but time went by with the inhaling has happened and people started thinking you know what and again a lot of it is due to our short attention society too as well you know because we it just things change so rapidly now these days that's not a good thing by the way i just want to point that out but people started changing rapidly about what they thought about whether he should be recasted or whatnot would it be disrespectful to recast him or not and just you know make him seem like he just didn't exist at all and marvel studios kevin feige you know uh ryan coogler and the writers had the unenviable task of trying to please everybody but at the end of the day guess what they did and they did it in the most awesome way um they had to rip the proverbial band-aid from us to just we had to we had to get into it and we knew going into this movie that this was just more than a movie to everybody this was as close to a memorial or funeral as you're going to get but must if anybody's ever been to a funeral before i believe the the point of the funeral is to mourn the deaths but to celebrate the person at the end so when you leave the funeral you come out in contempt and you come out you know feeling better about the situation that everything's going to be all right i can't speak for everybody else but i know this has happened to me many times before no more than when my mother passed away you know when i was uh 20 and just getting into college i realized that the pastor or the reverend their task is to you know express condolences but to make sure that we come out at the end happy stronger appreciative respectful and honor and honorable to the person that it was in and i felt like everybody involved in this movie did that from ryan krugler directing it to them writing the how this was going to end and how this was going to be treated and how this was going to be done to the performances no more than angela bassett i think who really stood out in this movie more than anything and she deserves to go i i'm so rooting for her to get this golden globe uh nomination i hope she gets an oscar nod for this as well because she poured her heart out more than any performance i've ever seen but this is why marvel has been wanting angela bassett to be a part of their universe for quite some time dating back to x-men and it took till this point to now and now she does it and now she gets nominated for awards for her performance and if you haven't seen wakanda forever my god what are you doing 
and if for those who don't know if you haven't seen it yet disney plus is has been um putting out commercials now showing all of the new content that will be shown in 2023 one of which is uh black panther wakanda forever which my god if you guys don't put it out on february i swear to goodness <laughs> you're gonna get it bad you gotta put that out on february i swear to goodness um you got a month to think about it so we'll see but they managed to succeed in pleasing everybody and i can't understand how they did this but they did so you know this is beyond not spoiler alert anymore but you know giving um shuri the nod to become black panther like she does in the comics again one of those things that you know trolls get exposed by because they don't realize that she was black she has been black panther before in the comics so this makes all sense in the world and this is kind of reflecting on the canon but you also at the end if you go back to our review with me and boris aguilar who uh joined me for this it was uh it was an awesome thing what they did brilliant what they did at the end that they showed that you know t'challa and, and uh nakia had a kid and they're naming him t'challa and he's gonna be black panther later on so t'challa has technically been recasted but they didn't also did recast chadwick at the same time brilliantly brilliantly done this is why you got coogler on the mix for this and i hope that he does the avengers movies going on because what he did here was brilliant he deserves to do that so i look i get it i get it um so it got 33 percent of the vote here um everything everywhere else at once which i heard was a phenomenal film got 19 percent nope got one percent art triple r got four the batman got nine tied with top gun maverick which apparently a lot of people claim is the greatest film uh of all time and i you know i'm never i've never been a top gun fan like i i, I watched top gun i liked top gun but i didn't i wasn't one of those part of the cult you know group of people that was like all right this is one of the greatest things ever i mean it just it was just a good film to me you know tom cruise does a lot of great films top gun maverick they advertise this and i strongly say this they advertise this and push this as one of the greatest of all time that's what marketing and production that's what pr does <laughs> okay um i still have yet to see this film and i probably will eventually someday um just had no desire to see it but i know there were a lot of top gun fans that you know went down by it but saying it is the greatest that's a lot of that's a heavy apparently if that was the case that would have been our you know that would have been the 33 percent of this vote but apparently it was not and i'm sure that 30 within that 33 percent there were people who actually did see top gun uh but it just wasn't batman was one just brought me just made me a robert pattinson fan for god's sake um i really enjoyed that film you know i don't know where they're going as far as him doing another one but we'll see but it was just in all they are making a sequel to that by the way so we'll see how that goes we will see how that goes with that when dr strange the multiverse of madness got four percent um actually not only it's been said that it's the highest grossing marvel film this year um actually one of my favorite enjoyable films i really enjoy i i thought it was a very fun follow-up to the first doctor strange and um a great follow-up to wandavision as well they i i think when people go back they'll really enjoy this film even more 
I still have not seen where um, the Al Yankovic story and I kept sleeping on it. Now I got to try to find it. I don't think it's even on uh, Roku anymore. I think it was on there for a limited time. So we'll see how that goes from there. Uh, One Piece film Reda, I mentioned that on the anime categories is where it got uh, got 9% of the vote it tied with uh, the weird uh, story as well. So that is it, folks. There you have it. That is the best of 2022 and the eyes of the acmg facebook group which you can actually check out if you have a legit website uh i'm not a legit website i'm sorry a legit uh facebook account uh if you have a legit facebook account like five years or over you are a fan of all things anime comics movies and games and you just want to talk with a group of people that enjoys the same thing as you got in a safe space why not come over to us join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash acmg1 you will have to answer questions you will have to answer them thoroughly as a fan your intentions going into this group should not be to solicit your own content uh it should not be to troll it should not be to um you know just not communicate it's a social group and i'm taking out of the media part it's a social group it's a group to be social. I think we need to get rid of the media part and focus on the social. And there are people who like some of the things that you like. There may be people who may not know about the things that you like that may be interested in the things that you like. That's what a Facebook group is supposed to be. And that's what social media was intended to be. So if you want a safe space to do so, you could go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ACMG1 answer the questions properly you have a legit profile an established profile meaning you interact with people on your profile and you maybe not afraid to show your face every so often i know there's some introverts out there but come on man the whole point of being social is to make sure that you are you know showing yourself you know you're trying to create friends we need to relearn how to communicate with people we need to relearn how to make friends i don't care if you're 40 years old 45 or whatever there's no you have to learn how to reconnect with this world you cannot hide behind the proverbial bushes of the of social media and the internet because that's psychologically mentally damaging to us so this is 2023 people let's make it work and if you want to enjoy all your favorite fandoms here come over to uh, acmg facebook group and um you know just do it to have fun do it to really meet people and enjoy things let's re-strengthen what social media was meant to be into it was meant to be social not opinionated not to be proved that you're the best or, or the most knowledgeable person to actually enjoy your favorite fandoms with many people that's all i ask so um folks this, i mean it's been a great 2022 i had some great moments here i had some great times um some of the best moments that i've had of course started probably with fan expo shout out to fan expo i really am grateful for them giving me the press nods to come down here and to be the first to interview brian holleran uh aka dante from uh clerks i was about to say from devil may cry but no <laughs> would you imagine if that happened but um dante from clerks which was a really pivotal point uh pivotal point or pivotal point i should say um on clerks three you know i was totally surprised that of uh, dante's fate <laughs> in clerks three um prior to this but 
it was one of my favorite interviews and it was a full circle moment for me i really enjoyed this um he apparently really enjoyed it as well and uh i i couldn't thank him for the time that he took to talk with me um and fan expo for giving me the opportunity to talk with me so it was one of my highlights fan expo you know wasn't the best you know convention i've been to but it was a start of something really good you know they're coming back remember they're formerly uh wizard world now and it repackaged himself and i believe the second one will be just as great and i know so because i have some people that i know that will be there and i'm looking forward to this one as well and uh i can't wait i'm, I'm still looking forward to this so i you know talking about conventions new york comic-con was just insane um fan expo was fun but i would be totally remiss if i didn't say how fantastic this was the second new york comic-con that i have attended and my goodness it followed up greatly it was so awesome um the super mario you know brothers um panel you know just to show the trailer for the first time jack black being there really helped kicked it off uh seeing oscar isaac panel and all these other panels and the, and the cosplays and all the stuff um i went in battle torn <laughs> my leg was completely injured um but i booked it to so many panels and coverage of things and it was just it was just an awesome experience but to be able to sit in and, and, and take pictures and at the very front of the stage where some of the you know thing if you saw my pictures go to talktimelive.com you'll see a bunch of pictures of the events there on the blog uh section of talktimelive.com it's just such a great experience um just one of the times that i felt like i'm just grateful for, to be able to do what i do and you know shout out to my wife who you know is a big part of you know that too and she's always you know with me along the way through these events that i never thought i would get a chance to do and to prove that i am capable of being a part of some of these you know factors and, and situations it's just really awesome um never thought i was going to be able to see a uh, an orchestra this year not let alone didn't realize that i was going to be invited to an orchestra by the composers you know this is kind of like being in a cruise ship and being you know in a captain's uh table <laughs> sort of kind of um to be a guest invite of a orchestra to cover their event and to have guests like eric and arnie roth who you know and of all things it's not just any orchestra but it's the orchestra that you know covers the music of final fantasy this was a very final fantasy year for me you know between them and you know crisis core making a resurgence into our consoles i could not be a happier person right now but i i tell you one of the, probably one of the most emotional times and moments for me this year was that orchestra because i'm sitting here i, I was sitting in in there like front row you know with my camera covering the event you know getting footage and i'm just sitting there and I just took the time for that moment to just realize I am here in an orchestra and I'm looking at my arm, which for those of you who can't see it or don't know, I got a huge laceration on my arm. There was a, like 130 stitches plus internal, external in this arm because I lashed out, raged out in high school because I was going through so much mental anguish that i didn't care i punched a window not caring about life 
in general. I doubt I say it was committing suicide because it was unintentional. It just happened and I just did not happen to care because of what was going through everything in my time. You know, I've been through situations, a lot of situations from, you know, being held up by gunpoint to being wrongfully accused for a crime I didn't commit and ended up in jail for a weekend or so and having to go into court for that. Um, three near death situations. And I'm just reflecting back at all that for just a moment while I was in that in a, in a concert hall. And I shed a tear for a sec because I'm at an orchestra for a second. And I'm like, I cannot believe that not only I'm still alive to see this, that I have had the privilege of being here to see this. And that just, that I, I don't take that for granted at all. Nor should anybody who actually been through something similar to what I've been through. It was a one of my most emotional milestones that I could possibly, you know, get through, you know, it was just, it's just an amazing thing. And then on top of that, on top of all that, um, to be a guest appearing on one of my favorite radio shows that I've listened to for probably 20 years, once known as the law live audio wrestling in Canada, in Toronto, Canada, now known as Sunday night's main event on TSN radio in Canada. Can I say that I was on a radio station as a guest on a radio show? And as a wrestling fan, that's huge, especially when you're coming on after a segment from one of the biggest names in wrestling history. And that's Dave Meltzer. I, I can't fathom this. I can't believe this happened. That's why when if, if for those of you who haven't seen the my year end video, you could go on um you go on talktumlive.com is up there right now on the blog section and um you'll see the video that I put together and it starts off with my appearance by uh, with Mark uh Mike McGuire, uh the host of uh Sunday night's main event introducing me uh to come up in the segment next as we talk about, you know, the state of black wrestlers and my thoughts on that. But just the chance for me to do that and how that happened, it was just nothing short of insane. Um, it's definitely a milestone moment for me. And then now I'm kind of co-hosting one of the podcasts with Boris um, Roberto Aguilar, who's been on my show, you know, quite a couple times already. Won't be the last time, guarantee you. Uh, we will have some definite times when he'll be back on. But my goodness, um, we've we will be doing some you know uh reviews of rampage on behalf of their you know uh, extended podcast on the shows now so you know for patreon members of sunday night's main event i will be on theirs now as well i've gotten some really good feedback from people the good people uh, listeners of sunday night's main event and the people of canada thank you so very much for that um definitely one of the highlights of my definitely year and you know by the way go check out the uh sunday night's main event if you haven't to if i live in america but you you can go on a tsn radio and you can listen to it every week live on tsn radio I believe it comes on 11 o'clock at night um here in the states um but also you can check it out on Podbean, and you can also check it out um, you know, if you subscribe to them, you can go on the Patreon page as well and subscribe to them as well. They got a lot of extended podcasts. Like I said, uh, rampage rambling is the one that I'm on with, uh, Boris that I'll be on, you know, for the most part, 
we'll be on i'll be on there a lot <laughs> reviewing uh aew rampage for the most part and it'll just be a lot of fun and we'll just we'll, we'll we'll be shooting the shit there and i'll be talking about some of the things i'll talk about on this show or some of the things that i've reviewed you know in my fandom but then we'll get right down to wrestling business from that point on so you know shout out to boris because he's been another great part of this year as well and getting to the you know everybody in in the sunday night's main event crew and facebook group all of canada that i've gotten a chance to meet this year canada has been a integral part of this year <laughs> my love for enjoyment uh this year so uh, you know thank all those guys whether we agreed or disagreed or not you know on on subjects of our favorite fandoms that is pro wrestling thank you guys i i really enjoyed it. it's just always i'm there for a reason because you guys are very much enjoyable so thank you for that thank to everybody that has helped make this everybody all the interview uh this year's interviewers as well um it's just been an absolutely fantastic 2022 and i couldn't have done it without any of you it hasn't been it, it you know honestly like it had its ups and downs i've seen some crazy stuff this year um some tragic stuff this year um thankfully not family or friends but just tragic in terms of what's been going on i experienced some things on my path this year that i really wish i didn't but um it, it you know it, it just it was but for the most part this year was just so great and thank my therapist <laughs> you know I, I'm, I'm shouting out my therapist on this because you know i decided to go to therapy this year and i think that really helped out because the, the load that i carry is heavy it is very heavy sometimes and um i need to let out the steam in some important way and that has helped me greatly so i please people take my word for it invest in your health invest in your well-being invest in your self-value having an ego in a healthy way is a great thing and having somebody there to help you navigate through things is a great thing to help you be more confident in the road trust me it helps it really helps but you know thank you to everybody that has been involved thank you to all of the people that i got to interview last year mega ran um coming back this year um i want to give a special shout out to kate murdoch because both of them together created the song the theme song that you hear right now megan ran who's had a tremendous year this year uh pairing on video games uh his music appearing on video games as well he's you know been in a lot of different megan ran is he's a moving milestone <laughs> every year himself and again i always tell him i am so happy that i got him to do a song for this show because it's just a reminder reflection of how awesome this dude is and i was honored to have him do the theme song for this show as well dj cutman um chris davison my man uh you know his music on this show has helped elevate the show like no other i'm so grateful and honored to have him do the uh, have him uh have his music play and and all the artists at game chops play uh music play on here please people if you are really video game you know heavy like that like i am you want to not only enjoy and celebrate great video game music and celebrate the classics definitely go to gamechops.com you hear it all the time at the end of this deal but gamechops.com is the i'm going to say it, the number one place for some of the best music based on some of our favorite video games of the past and such in retro games go out of your way check it out my man matt papa um who left 
uh he left nt creates this year but he got a chance to do uh his last game in the gun vault series before he bounced out and now he's working for limited run i believe and he's still working in japan and all this stuff you know it was really great to hear from him got a chance to talk to him on my birthday brian o'halloran i mentioned him before i want to give kevin smith a big thank you because i got to thank him at fan expo and he gave me the nod to give the last question which led to me thanking him and which led to me getting the question that i uh asked him about the final scene of the first clerks movie so thank you mr smith for that and it was an honor i finally got a chance not only did i finally i've been trying to go to a kevin smith uh show forever and not only did i get a chance to get finally get a kevin smith uh show but i actually got a chance to do the last question it was awesome thank you good sir it was an honor um kyle aber i said it again thank you good sir he's a great friend and a very great supporter of me in this show and my path and for him to do everything he's done for the show appearing on it doing the um the liners for me the soundbite liners for me um and in his great well it's just, it's just like the gohan liner that he does is just one of my favorites he's done it a bunch of them before he's done he if you heard him if you heard the show before i got one of him doing as ryu I got him doing as the narrator for Dragon Ball Z because he was once the Dragon um, the narrator for Dragon Ball Z. But the Gohan one is best because he does them both. And just I didn't I did not ask him to do that. He did it on his own volition, and I couldn't be more happy. I really enjoyed it. It's hilarious. It's awesome. He is awesome himself. Yannick Bazil from Tribute Games. Thank you. Uh, you know the story director behind Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, one of my favorite, most enjoyable games this year. Thank you for taking the time, you know, coming all the way from Paris to talk to me um, online and, you know, talking about how the greatness of this game and all the work that you guys put into it. It's really awesome. Rebecca Kennedy, really great to uh, learn from her and, you know, great friend of uh, Danielle Kennedy, who's also been in this, uh, no relation, by the way, um, who's also been on this show as well. I'm looking forward to talking to uh, Rebecca in our future, you know, um endeavors as well danielle is always a pleasure another great close friend of mine and her getting the flowers for doing day shift um with jamie fox and snoop and all them and the time that she had it with there and becoming one of the most talked about things in the summer because the movie was one of the hottest you know uh, movies in the summer that netflix came out with and i hope they do a sequel but her significance of her character played a pivotal role in that movie it was great to have talked about that with her jeffrey thorne is always a pleasure to talk to uh as he was working on with milestone media he's now working on uh, writing for um green lantern again i gotta get him back on this year to talk about his uh his now work on that deal i mean follow go on if you don't know who Je uh, jeffrey thorne is you really should uh he's done a lot if you've listened to the show before then you've known that he's been on the show many a times through many different projects that he's done black panther wakanda um not wakanda forever black panther um avengers black panther's quest he was the showrunner for that animated series um he's done a few ultimate spider-man animated series uh episodes as well uh power book two with method man and um mary j blige he's done a lot and of course if you watched it and he did night he was the cop on that show that always sat in the desk <laughs> so it is awesome to have him. He'll be back on Arnie and Eric Roth again. Just an honor to have those two established Grammy award-winning composers um, on here. It just it's just really awesome. Uh, and 
thank you to him again for just inviting me and not only to invite me but also sending me some really awesome swag gifts <laughs> they got me to program to the show they got me a uh, imported uh final fantasy remake uh cd even though i don't play cds anymore because it's all digital i've never i'm not unwrapping this this is a collector's item for me indeed especially because it's coming from them um and it's one of my favorite games of all time now so this was awesome and uh, a few other little swag trinkets as well thank you know thank them both just it's just been an awesome time for um the them boris Ag uh, roberto aguilar again my new tag team partner now if you will uh you know from sunday night's main event mike mcguire again from invite me to be a guest on the show bannon rudis adam tyranny of way forward to, um technologies or way forward gamings if you want to call it that um for talking about river city girls and river uh, zero and river city girls too i love the way forward family i just love them they always have been very great to me uh no matter who it is that is on it we've always had a great time they always looked out and um you know love 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 everything about way forward and, you know uh repop once again you know allow me to come and cover the events as well and just our relationship since uh day one of 2018 when they came to philly and such it's just been nothing short of awesome thank you guys very much fan expo as well this year for you know doing what they did as well um just i i you know i am extremely humbled and grateful for this and i can't thank any of them enough for all of what they've done thank you for a great 2022 so what can i tell you folks um what's going to happen in 2023 now i can't tell you i don't know but um I, I i can say i already locked one of our guests for this year uh for exclusive so um we'll play by ear we'll see what happens and um we'll just keep it going and keep it going I'll just plenty of news to come about in 2023 plenty of movies plenty of things to review plenty of things to check out so we'll we'll definitely do that but for now folks that will do it for the first episode of 2023 thank you all again and thank you all to our listeners of this show we've we're constantly getting new followers now we're getting new subscribers if you will to the show uh downloads have been up a lot lately uh going into 2022 into 2023 and i can't thank everybody enough for investing their time on this show i it is not trust me it is it is not taken for granted at all um and please i hope that you spread the word and keep it going and keep it growing i really appreciate this this has been an awesome road eight year um, road this has been and yeah we've been out for eight years um and if you want to check out some of our earlier stuff, you can go check it out on talktimelive.com. You can check out this episode and every episode. Well, not everyone, but <laughs> the most recent episodes, over 500 episodes on here, including some uh, exclusive interviews and specials as well. Uh, you can check it out there. You can also check out check out our um, video interviews on Talk Time Live as well. Uh, if you want to check out blog content, you can check it out there. I also got some media uh, I got a media page that is dedicated to some of the other things that I've done, like what I did with Repop last year, all the panels that I did with the cast of Bleach. And that's there's been a lot more views of that since uh, the 
thousand year war blood war has been out so go check that out over there uh the cast of sailor moon both of which by the way has johnny young bosch in there and stephanie shea because they play in both of those uh shows as well i also have the sailor moon fan trivia that i did with uh uh Jeremy lee and uh christina v the lo two loveliest of uh actors that i got a chance to talk to that time i got reincarnated as a slime cast as well uh you get to see a clip of the my hero academia cast that i did with and the og pokemon cast and you know as we know pokemon is finally saying goodbye after after all these years so uh it's gonna be an emotional run let's see when that happens uh you know hopefully they'll repost the actual full uh you know uh episode um panel that i did with the og cast because the OG cast is, is my favorite of a bunch, okay? Um, so you can see all that. They got the blog entries and a whole bunch of content there. So Talk Time Live is the number one place to find all things Talk Time Live podcast and more in there. If you want to subscribe and download to your favorite podcast platforms, we're everywhere where podcasts are played, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, Pandora, and if you're on tumblr type in talk time live on tumblr in the search engine you'll find me there as well and the show you can check it out there and support us there and um thank you guys so much again it's just been an honor um you know you never know how things are gonna go <laughs> but until that time i will keep doing this show and keep enjoying all things anime comics movies and games and all of your favorite fandoms and you know don't be afraid to reach out and you know let me hear you Follow me on uh, Instagram at DaxXavier underscore Josiah there as well. And uh, never miss a beat because I'll be there posting and all the stuff. And feel free to comment and whatever there is too. And on the ACMG Facebook group as well. So that'll do it for me, folks. On behalf of myself, this is DaxXavier Josiah saying learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I M out of here. Take care and happy new year, folks. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.